I'm Haley. I'm John. And I'm Will. And we're from Crimson Comet, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to now, the opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of All Things Good and Nerdy. With your hosts, Naki, Turnet is really, really great for Ford, Anthony, No Pants, All Bacon and Dick Butts, and Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs! So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Yeah, see, now it's going because it's live and there's a little yellow box that says live. But, um, so this week... I started the new job, but that hasn't mean I've left the kid job. So kid job this week, a little backstory. We used to have uh, really nice kids. These kids used to be really nice. And this, uh, i got to think of names for them. Uh, we'll call them Bobby and Rachel because I don't know what else to call them. Uh, I do the best that I can to protect the identities of these tiny, tiny little Hitlers that I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, so Bobby used to be a really, really sweet kid. Like when I first started working there, he was one of the ba- he was one of the babies, and he was really nice. And then his sister Rachel was born, and he turned into the little shit from hell. And we tried telling his parents, like, "Hey, Bobby's, you know, biting people and taking toys in the maze, and you know, not listening to us, telling us straight up no's, you know, punching kids, dropping toys on their heads." And the parents are just kind of like, "Just how he is." No, fuck you. You're a bad parent. Boys will be boys is is the general thing that I hear. So uh, this week when uh, Bobby's mom was out of town, so Daddy had him all to himself with Rachel, and Rachel, you know, run comes into the room and runs off and does her thing. She's a happy little girl, and Bobby is thrown a fit because he doesn't want to leave Daddy. Well, Daddy goes, okay, come on, let's go play with the trains, and like grabs his hand. Well, Bobby threw like a little little like fit, and instead of you know, not hitting his father in the nuts. He instead it to punch like like an uppercut because he's so small. He like uppercutted this guy in the nads. And <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. So, and that's so, hilarious. An elbow on your child. So about so I'm watching the father. These and this. Okay, so this dad is like. This is this is one of the rich bitch dads who is like a real jerk about it too. Like always, they're always like kind of flaunting their money, and there's the most like subtle ways. Like, oh, Throw we're going to fix it. Yeah. So, oh, we're gonna go to the golf club tonight, and, and oh, we're gonna go to the the country club, and blah blah blah. So to watch me to to have to watch this kid slowly up, like, and it was like a slow moving like uppercut to the junk, and I was just like, I could stop this. <laughs> but why but would why? you? But why would I? <laughs> the dad falls to the ground and is like, you know, writhing in pain. Me and my partner are, are laughing or doing our best not to laugh. Um, she runs to go get him some ice. <laughs> and dad gets up eventually 
and takes Bobby and puts him in times out and he leaves. And Bobby's just sitting there screaming. And so I'm like sitting there like, eh, let's go watch Bob the Builder. <laughs> and that was <laughs> I like how nonchalant you are about someone getting hit right square in the nuts. And that was that was how that was how Bobby and I bonded that day. <laughs> <laughs> change the name of the show to America's Funniest Shots in the Nuts. <laughs> now, see, that's the thing you got to realize. If you had that on tape, you could probably sell that to America's Funniest Home Videos. Probably. Make some money. See, Fun fact, when I was in California, see, there's, something about a nut, there's something about a nut punch versus a nut kick that just makes it so much funnier because it's just, you have to be on the level and touching them. I, I mean, yeah. like, I, I watched my cat, so, of course, my my douche ex, we were not named, uh, was sitting on the couch and was doing the usual guy leg position while playing Call of Duty. The man spread. <laughs> man spread. He was man spread. I don't want to call it that because that sounds so. I, I have my own rant about that, which I'm not going to touch. Um, Never heard that term before. It's awful. And I watched my cat walk up to him and sit down and be all cute, like right between his legs, and then get up on his hind legs and use both front paws and smack him in the nuts and then walk away. Nice. That's always yep. fun. Remember that thing when I mentioned cats are demons? <laughs> yeah. There's no, no reason to have those things around. No. Evil incarnate. Some yeah, cats Alex are. Alex is sweet when, when he wants to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's sweet as long as you're not mean to me. That that seems to be the rule, because otherwise he pulls <laughs> pranks. I'm generally nice to you, and I only pick on you a little bit. So there. <laughs> pick, on, pick on me less than my D&D group. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> So, on that note, welcome everyone to episode, let me get this right, 174 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. We've been doing this a crap-ass long time, and like I said before, we beat the fanboy buzz, so the buzz can suck it. Uh, Fucking buzz! Three years on us. Three and a half years on us now. And this is recorded live on August 30th, 2015. We were only about ten minutes late this week, guys, so hey, that's progress for us. That's my bad, because I got new makeup, and... Well, you know. <laughs> you know, I was I wasn't even gonna say whose fault it was. No, it's not totally. We right. I, I will I will totally take blame for this because I got new makeup and I, I spent money on it, so I had to use it. That's right. Yeah. It's Naki's fault. We're late. Also, I stayed up till three o'clock in the morning because I played Five Nights at Freddy's last night, and <laughs> it's all Chris's fault, and I hate him. And everybody hates me. That's. But was it because you were terrified and couldn't sleep, or...? Yes. I have a... Okay, so I have a deep, deep deep-seated fear of animatronics. You have to understand. Like, going to Chuck E. Cheese is, like, my worst nightmare. I hate it. And this game, like, I was... I got obsessed with it because I really liked the lore behind it, but then I sort of... So, the first night, you could actually... Okay, so my my, uh, shameless plug, my my channel is right there uh, in my lower third... You can see my first play of You, you might want to say what it is for the audio listeners. It is, you could go to absurdvarieties.com or it's on YouTube under, I don't know if it's absurdities or absurd varieties, honestly, but absurdvarieties.com. Um, you could see, it's, I mean, it's very, very soft launch mode. I haven't actually like fully launched it, but you can see the first couple of videos that I put up. I've did, I, I have one playthrough of Nihilumbra, and I've got one playthrough of the first night of Five Nights at Freddy's up right now. There'll be a, the video up every Sunday and Wednesday. Um, but anyways, I have a deep-seated fear of animatronics, and so, uh, I started playing Five Nights at Freddy's, and nothing good has happened. Like, last night I was literally shaking after night two, because I got attacked by both Foxy and Bonnie, and it was a bad day. 
it's a bad day. I, I will have to remember that when I bring Figment when he's done up for C2E2, since I have a giant animatronic dragon that I'm currently building in the other room. <laughs> Naki will love it. I haven't seen Michelle in, like, over a year now. <laughs> That's not the way to greet me. Just throwing that out I know, there. I know. I, I, I'm going to make it back. I just I couldn't make it this year for C2, but next year it's looking only, like it's shaping up. I was only there on Sunday, but um, I'm planning next year that I'm going to go back to working because I don't... We, we have a horrible, horrible prank planned so that involves the CEO of Robomoto because... So the CEO of Robomoto is Josh Shui, who most people know better as Sub-Zero and uh, Liu Kang. Like, he's nice. the original face of Liu Kang and nice. Sub-Zero. Um, however, Josh and I are very good friends in that um, I used to eat all his food in his fridge when I was in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. Like, he would leave food in my workplace's fridge, and I would just eat it because it just became a thing. <laughs> but, so, I have friends coming up, and he's had a Marvel Avengers number one, as in the original run of Avengers, um, that is not slapped. Ooh. And his kid has almost opened it twice now. No, no, that's bad. So I'm like, you're coming to C2E2, and I'm dragging you. <laughs> yes. I'm scared right now. <laughs> well, we're going to show up with cosplayers and Nerf guns, probably. And he's not going to watch this, so he won't know about it. That's fantastic. <laughs> nice. That is fantastic. So welcome, like I said, everyone to the show. You've got the regular core three here. And we do have a special guest this week. Michelle's joining us to join in our insanity. Michelle's missed us. Hi, guys! It's been a while since she's been here, so... Yeah, yeah. For, for you long-time viewers slash listeners, you probably remember her. If not, I was gonna say, shame it's been, on you. It's been quite some time. Has it been yeah, since yeah. Little Darkness shut down? Could be. I'd have to go back and check the... It was before Constantine got cancelled, because I remember us talking Constantine before. Yeah, that was, that was a while ago, but I was trying to remember if it was before... It was before Constantine, so I worked on... I did some work for Constantine. Uh, I, I right now work in a costume shop and a prop shop because that that's just what I do right now. Um, but I'm a technical designer producer by trade. Um, so video games. Uh, <laughs> nice. Which currently looking for work, which is a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I did some which is I guess now we're technically Emmy nominated, which is fun. Nice. Uh, but. Yeah, yeah, I do weird things. I work in the shop next to Vulpen Props, so if any of you are a fan of his work, um, Harrison calls me a nerd every week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you a nerd? No, not you. No, not Michelle. Okay, no, no. Um, well, you're on the right show if you are, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have seen the name of our podcast, Naki. What's our podcast? We're on a podcast? This is actually, this is the fanboy buzz. I stole the name with episode 170, so the joke's on them. <laughs> actually, and before we go into the news of the week, I was going to let you know, Naki, I'm going to try and remember to do robotpenis.atgnpodcast and map it to your website. Fantastic. I'm so <laughs> excited. <laughs> because I'm all about the robot penis. Oh, thank you, God. <laughs> I need to redo the intro. I've had a horrible idea for a podcast that may not actually be horrible. Um, are we, are was, we... uh, wait, what are we doing? I don't are know. We making I don't know. I just started talking. Are we making well, uh, design porn. Porn games and talk about them from an analytical perspective. Just because so it's are, we gonna play, are we going to be playing a whole lot of Honey Pop? I play a shit ton of Honey Pop. That game's awesome. <laughs> for those of you who don't know Honey Pop, it's basically porn. 
basically. Like it starts okay, off okay. as it starts off as softcore without the actual like nudity, and then I guess there I haven't gotten as far as like there's sex scenes, but apparently there are eventually sex scenes. They they added them, but like so. It didn't used to be. There used to not be an end state to the game. So it's a dating simulator that meets a puzzler. So Interesting. Basically, you have... Um, the whole thing with the dating sim is you're basically just trying to bone the character because very, very sad weebs, um, including myself. <laughs> I have played so many dating sims. Um, and uh, they're, 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 they're fairly cute chicks, and they all have different personalities, and you play the puzzlers and get through it, and then you try to get them naked. <laughs> That's yeah. That's but, that's yeah, basically so, the game. Yeah, you do puzzles to get chicks naked, which sounds about right. That's like how it is in real life, isn't it? It sounds like a nerd boy's dream. <laughs> yeah, and nerd girls. Yeah. Come it, on. It, it, this is a puzzle than I can actually under- asking a girl out. Well, I, I was gonna say this is probably a puzzle I can actually understand versus the puzzle that is women in general to me. <laughs> I'm telling your girlfriend that. Okay. I'm just gonna set rules. She, she can probably uh collaborate. That story. I can't talk today. <laughs> Fuck! I do a podcast and I can't talk. Uh, you should. That's what so. Said. <laughs> yeah. I did a I did a kind of a blog like video just to announce the soft launch of absurdities, and then I went and edited it. And all my edits is is taking out how many times I say um and. Yeah. No. Isn't isn't it great to be a producer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not even like. I never realize how much um, I say um no. and or like and I'm just like so you you see like my clips are are each about like that big as how many because I didn't script it I did I was just kind of like oh nobody's home I can film cool so, so do you want a hint don't say how to make it easier don't say um and or That's don't what edit say. well <laughs> well those are both good hints but in all honesty if you're looking at the waveform uh and 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 um things like that all kind of have the same look so eventually you just get used to seeing the waveform you can go right to it double check that that's what it is and cut it right out but i'm editing video uh so you can't see the audio waveform when you're doing it no that sucks to be you then that doesn't help i bet she could write a script that pulls all of those or at least marks them it's all going to have a similar waveform so just have it analyzed. Yeah, because if it has a similar waveform, you have it within a range, and then have it click that. You'll have it have it at least highlight it because having it remove automatically probably so, would make a mess. So if you do that, go ahead and make an Audacity filter for that, so I can just do that automatically in all the podcasts from now on. Um, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not actually technology savvy. I have other people build my shit for me. I am I am the person who does Excel, and that's fine. That's all I really need in my life. But this I, is. I, 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 I have a new spreadsheet. I love Excel. Excel is great. <laughs> Nobody in my office makes knows what Excel real. is. It makes you, me the saddest person. You can't keep track of 30 long boxes worth of comics without an Excel spreadsheet. I'm just saying. Eve Online. Yeah. <laughs> Not I've, said. I've, I've keep, I keep like going to Eve Online and I look at it and I'm like, I'm going to play this one day. Don't do it. And then I don't because I'm don't afraid. Do of what's... Don't do it. You'll Did, get hooked. Does anybody else watch We Bear Bears? Uh, it, it comes on around Steven Universe time sometimes, so I, I catch an episode every now and then. There's an episode now where Grizz, uh, Grizz is playing a video game and he gets like obsessed with it, and Ice Bear is vacuuming, and it it catches on Grizz's fur, and he actually rips out Grizz's fur, and Grizz is involved in this game. And so Panda and uh, Ice Bear are sitting there like taking pictures and selfies and like making fun of Grizz, and 
like Grizz doesn't move the entire time, and I'm like, I'm Grizz. They just made a video game about, or they just showed a whole clip of of what I am when I am involved in a video game. This is what. Yeah, speaking of weird things, speaking of weird things that interact with video games, um, so turns out that someone made a vibrator that works with the rumble box on your Xbox yeah. controller. <laughs> oh, you didn't that's know that? I did not know this was a thing. Oh yes, that's a totally a thing. There's also ones that interact directly with video games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's also ones that are accessories for a video game. Yeah. Oh yeah. But These like, are totally there's things. There's a Wii Fab. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> yep, that is that's just a thing. fantastic <laughs> wordplay. I love it. <laughs> It, it is it is amazing what what people have done with with sex toys these days. Like, cause I haven't worked in a sex shop in over ten years now, so I haven't you know I don't get completely updated, but I still get updated. And it's kind of like technology is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things that I'm looking at controllers for my PC because uh, I have Unreal Four now that I've been playing with. I'm like, huh, I should probably get an Xbox controller. What the heck is this thing? Oh God! That <laughs> suddenly, is hilarious. Oh. A fly flew into my, my cashew milk and coffee. Well, it's just a little extra protein. Mm. Gross. I'm not going to drink this said? now. Yeah. I guess I can't oh, drink that said. now. So, Man. while Naki has her sad moment, I'm going to say, I'm let's so just sad. transition into the news of the week. We have, we have news of the week? Live, the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Yeah, so guys, just a heads up, I'm on my backup bumps this week and backup soundboard because Dropbox had outage starting at 9.30 this morning, so I can't get to any of the things I normally use for bumps, so this was hastily thrown together in about five minutes before the show, I just tossed up a soundboard on soundboard.com, and it's all MP3 files and not waves, so the audio fidelity is great! I love it! Oh yeah. don't. Was I supposed to make an audio bump for you this week? Well, I've got the interim one in there, and we can discuss that later. There were some okay. other folks that were going to also, but life got in the way, and I got distracted, so I couldn't bug people. But I just forgot. This, I just remembered now. That's <laughs> no problem. This is the part of the show, though, where we just kind of randomly segue into what we think is the most important news of the week. And I guess I should probably let Naki go first, because the uh, the possibility of loud squeeing is quite possible here. So no. Uh oh. Not, not me. All right, Anthony, just take off your headphones. Just do it. <laughs> just, just take them off. <laughs> Guys, Borderlands is coming. Gonna be a movie. <laughs> there, at least we don't. Well, uh, no, it went on Variety now. Oh, it's on Variety now. It's on Variety. Okay. It is 100% confirmed. Borderlands is becoming a movie. I'm really excited because I'm basically just hoping they take Mad Max Fury Road and just kind of move it over because basically Fury Road was Borderlands to me, which might be why I became obsessive with it. But um, So yeah, the only things that is slightly worrying me about it is it's AV and AV or Avi and Ari Arad doing it. And they don't have a whole lot of positive things behind them, like Ghost Rider. He was and... part of the Spider-Man team for the first two Spider-Man Luckily Spider in this movies. case... No, not, the, not this last spider He was in part of the, the last Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, 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 not the Tobey yeah. Maguire. The other one. The, he yeah. was on the other one. My bad. No, he's part of the, the amazing Spider-Man, the, the newest ones. Ooh, that one sucked balls. Which, luckily, though, for Borderlands writing style, um, it does work well, even if it is... Because the thing is, with Ghost Rider, it's so over-the-top cheesy, etc. Um, Borderlands is similar to pissing fire. Yeah, that would totally work in a Borderlands movie. It works <laughs> very well, and especially 
um, if you look who's on the writing staff of Borderlands um, and their individual styles, it matches up that. You've got did people they? like Anthony Birch, etc. I was going to say, they did bring in um, Anthony Birch, and I think they brought in Mikey Newman, who wrote the first game, too. So, which, yep, not that the yep. first game was their best game, because, now get me wrong, that is the game that brought me back into video gaming, and, it's, and it is really good, but the story is lost in that game. Well, and but if you also look at it, you know... Um, I was going to say, if you also look at it, you now also look at the they have the Telltale staff also there, too. Oh, my which God, means, they're so uh, good. Yeah, yeah, Telltale's awesome. I got... I wait, no, they're not watching. They're making Dragon Con costumes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have friends over at Telltale. Well, they could, they, could, uh, they, could be, they could be watching while they're making their Dragon Con costumes. That's a thing people up, do. Then I would be surprised thoroughly, especially with there being packs going on. <laughs> That's true. I wish I was there. I miss packs. Me, too. Me, too. They're, 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 yes, there are multiple reasons I wish I was at PAX. Um, but, uh, yeah, especially when you look at the Telltale staff and their writing styles, and you look at the current Gearbox staff um, and PAX Gearbox staff, um, the kind of ironic tongue-in-cheek, over-the-top, campy style works very well. And especially if they decided to shoot it where you have um, almost the Sin City-style overlay, which I was, I'm kind of hoping for because of the, cell shade, the unique cell-shaded style of Borderlands, which we've seen, people do in cosplay, etc., would translate well into movies, especially if they decide to go the practical effects route. Yes, I hope they go practical effects and not all CGI. That would be wonderful. Oh my god. Yes, please. please. I just want no to more see CGI. it. All I know is I've been playing the Telltale games and I haven't played Chapter 4 yet, because shame on me, I suck. But it I'm still me, in Chapter 3. Like, it <laughs> made me fall in love with that world all over again playing through that. I was like, oh my god, I missed this. My, my under... My underemployment has meant that I've had a lot of time to play games. And yeah, yeah, that, and that was a that was a weekend binge. Yeah, we haven't played. I feel like we we should be playing, and yet we haven't played like anything together. <laughs> okay, this is awkward now. Well, I'm calling out Michelle like, right play... now. <laughs> okay, well you should come play World of Warcraft on me because my ass got hooked again. I was I clean know. for five years. I was clean for five are, fucking are, are, years. Are you gonna have to go into WoW rehab now? Yes, it's time for you to go to WoW Rehab. I will not install that on this machine. We are not installing WoW on this machine. Oh no, Hearthstone! I got caught in a meeting playing Hearthstone. That was the worst one. Um, <laughs> the worst is it's on nope. cell phones now. It's so it's so yeah. tempting. I'm sitting like, ooh, Hearthstone. Well, I can play on lunch. I have this thing because it doesn't just becomes lunch. <laughs> so I have this thing, which means that I have BattleNet on here. I can oh, play no. WoW. I can play. I can play Hearthstone, I can play Heroes of Storm on my tablet, because I have a Surface Pro, which means that every single last meeting is, huh, I'm bored, I'm going to play Hearthstone. <laughs> That's not yeah, good. So, so here's the problem, Heroes of the Storm, I effing love it. I tried to hold out for so long, and I kept hearing other podcasters talking about it, and it was finally Scott Johnson over oh. the Frog Pants side of things, who kept talking about it enough, I was like, I gotta play this, and I played, and I was like, shit, I never should have done this. Now I'm hooked. Still holding out. Still holding out. You can't get me. It's you can't Blizzard, get me. Man. Can't touch, can't but, touch me. Can't I, touch I played, me. like... There's nothing like Blizzard games. crack. That's all there is to it. <laughs> no, no. They just... Okay, Blizzard has the best software engineers. They have some of the best designers on the planet. Um, and literally, they just look at a genre and go, okay, what's broken about this? And then fix it. And then just wait for everybody else to die and just take over. Because yep. that is what happened with WoW. It's what happened with StarCraft. And it's going to happen with Heroes of the Storm. Which sucks right now because it is the one uh, MOBA I can't be playing because I have job applications out. So I've been playing copious amounts of Smite. <laughs> <laughs> Smite. 
I've, I've got the beta for that on my Xbox One right now. So does boyfriend. You should it's play with him. Now and gay for my friends over at High Res. Um, yeah, that I yeah, but I have my High Res or I, I High Res is they're they're cool people. They're they're goofy people, but they're cool people. <laughs> Absolutely nothing but, wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. So so much mobile. I'll transition us to the next news story, and since I've got the reputation for being a DC Comics basher, I'm just playing to the audience here. Uh, Bleeding Cool posted a story that as of uh, as of August of this month, DC Comics is down $2 million from what their budget. What a shock! Well, before we, before we start going, oh, it's because your comics suck, a lot of that has to do, supposedly, with the move of their offices from New York to Burbank with everyone else. That costs more than expected, and yes, some of it also probably has to do with the fact a lot of people are starting to drop DC Comics. I think the most telling thing I saw on that is uh, Steve Boyd, friend of the show, from the Fanboy Buzz and some other stuff, who we all know, massive, massive comic fan. I saw him post on Facebook that he's gone from reading multiple DC titles a month to, like, one. Zero. I am down to zero. I am down to zero as well, but I'm, I've am i cut back on a lot of my comics across the board, so I'm probably not a good indicator. I was picking up Batman, Nightwing, and Green Lantern solid for years, and now I'm getting none of those titles. I get... The, literally the only two comics that I've been buying are uh, Lady Mechanica and then um, Figment. Okay. That's it. I get Invader Zim. Oh yeah, Invader I should pick Zim up Invader Zim. And you should both be reading Invincible. It's the greatest comic in the universe. I. It's literally one of those things that the combination of I'm it's saving up just in case I gotta move, and just I do not have space for comics right now because my comic trunks are in storage until I get my own place. Right. Um. I literally have two. Naki's seen them. Two giant. Did you just call me Naki? Full of comics. <laughs> yes, I did just call you Naki. That's not my name. I know, Nacky. but it felt like it. <laughs> this is fantastic. Years, Michelle. We have years between us, and you're referring to me as Naki. That's okay. I slipped. I'm trolling. I'm just gonna see if you picked up on it. <laughs> Mitchell. I slipped up and did it one time by accident, and uh. I didn't even realize until I was getting this death glare on the podcast. I'm like, what? Uh. <laughs> see, I like Naughty. to do it once. In a while. I like to do it to my friends once in a while just to see if they pick up to see if I do it because then it's like, ha-ha! I wasn't sure if you were going the Ron Swanson style of I call them by the wrong name just so they don't think we're getting too chummy. <laughs> oh my god, I you were doing that when I do that. Oh my god, I was doing that. I love him. <laughs> I like dark-haired me. women and breakfast meats. <laughs> breakfast foods. <laughs> breakfast foods. I do like it, 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 I would like <laughs> salad food eats. <laughs> I love I love Ron Swanson because I feel like I could be like a I'm a combination of Ron Swanson and Leslie Nope. Like I'm just kinda like this weird combination of the two of them. <laughs> Have you seen his stand up special? American Ham, yes. Like it was so it good. so good. Yes. Yes. We we watched that was one night where we where boyfriend and I decided to binge on a stand up comedy. We watched that one. We saw the new Gabriel Iglesias. We saw we watched Louis C K. We yeah. It was just a night of like we watched some old George Carlin, and then I got sad because George Carlin was my hero. Um, so same with Robin Williams. Like that was a night where we we just kind of binged on a on some stand up. I think the awesome thing is that the only real difference between him and his character Ron Swanson is Ron Swanson doesn't have that girly laugh. Yeah, Ron Swanson has the girly laugh. Ron Swanson never laughs. Yes, he does. There are episodes where never hear him laugh on that show. There is, there is one. He's drunk and he's sitting there going, 
his laugh is it fucking kills me how much he sounds like just a little girl when he laughs. No. It's so awesome. It's so it's, it's adorable and you look at him you're like yeah. what? Funny story. So if you watch an Aziz Ansari's first stand-up special, he starts going on this whole entire thing about his cousin. So fun story, that is my brother's class that he is talking about. Nice. My nice. brother was physically there for both of those instances. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sitting there, like, I was, when I first watched that stand-up special, I was really, really drunk. I'm like, he's talking about Mr. Ecclestein. Holy crap. He's talking about my high school. That's my brother's class. Holy crap. He's talking about my brother's class. Because, <laughs> like, I remember that entire incident going down because my brother's like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. great. I was just sitting there looking at I'm just sitting there watching this going, this is awkward. This is awkward. Awkward. So we're doing, we're doing a great job of uh, making the news go quick this week, guys. We have Michelle with us. Did I you know, really expect I love this it. to happen? As long as we get to do our round of Don't Get Me Started, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, we do have to do Don't Get Me Started. We did promise week. that. But, um, Anthony, what do you have news-wise for us? My news of the week is that a bunch of us went and got uh, the WWE Network for free for a month last Sunday night. Because motherfucking Stephen Amell was on SummerSlam, and it was awesome. Yeah, I, I fully admit I totally did this, because I was like, I'm going to watch Green Arrow fight. And yeah. for an entertainer who has not wrestled before, motherfucker did some good moves, man. <laughs> yeah, I only picked up three spots where there was, like, actual problems in the match. He had a he, had, he definitely had trouble selling when he was getting stomped on. Like, he was barely moving. Yeah. And usually you get a wrestler in the corner, you start stomping on him, and, like, they're... They're wiggling like they're having a goddamn seizure, and he was just kind of laying there. But, I mean, yeah, he leapfrogged yeah. over fucking Wade Barrett, who's like 6'5". I mean, that was an impressive move. Well, um, so Stephen Amell, um, he's a friend of a friend in this case. Um, a, nicest guy in the face of the planet. That's what everyone uh, says. He is. Huh? I, yeah, I, no, he's super... So, um... When I was, I was a stage manager, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, you... I, Dustin Duro is, like good friends with him, which is how I kind of hear stories. But so, um, supposedly the report is is that when he got slammed um, onto the mat and was getting stomped on, he busted his shoulder really bad. So that's why he was kind of stunned for a minute. Yeah, we that saw the bruises bad. afterwards. He posted pictures of, like, his shoulder, his right shoulder was bruised as all hell. It looked painful. So yeah. he just didn't take his bump correctly. That being said, yeah. he looked like he had a ton of fun out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, a, dude did a flying crossbody off the top rope out onto the floor. Dude and, did yeah. an insecurity, man. I was not expecting that. Oh, uh, the insecurity, that's nothing. I, I haven't been able to jump and, like, basically fly 10 feet and land on concrete and knowing that the two guys down there are going to catch you, like, that's a fucking risky move. And, that's a yeah, trust no one, fall. Yeah, ha, ha, yeah, that's <laughs> a hell of a trust fall. And, yeah, having one of the, you know, the Rhodes kids and Wade Barrett there, it was definitely good that it was two really talented wrestlers catching him. Because, yeah, I don't think CW execs would have been really happy to see Stephen Amell jumping and doing that type of move if it wasn't two really talented wrestlers down there on the mat ready to catch his ass. Did anybody, okay. else, did anybody else technically realize that it was Green Lantern and uh, uh, Green Arrow meeting yes. Yes. in there? Some, because somebody did a meme. Stewart? They said, when your childhood dreams come true, and it was a picture of John Stewart, Green Lantern, and Green Arrow, and then the picture underneath it was Stephen Amell and John Stewart at SummerSlam. It, it might be on our Facebook page right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, that's all I could think about was, holy crap, this is like Justice League, but not. And technically, in comic book canon, they, they hate each other, so... <laughs> 
it was it was so much fun, and I'm also liking the fact that Stephen Amell's teasing he might do another match too because he keeps uh he keeps taunting Stardust online and vice versa. So that's awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoy his workout videos, and this week I challenged Anthony to do one of his workout videos with me, and that actually didn't work out because I couldn't get to the gym yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, now I'm sad, but I was going to try and doing Because I realized I didn't have my medicine ball here, so I couldn't do it anyways. I have to stop by my uh, storage unit. Yeah, I have to. I, I, I only... I, what? I was going to say, I've done a couple of them at the gym, which is, which is funny. Uh, it's always awkward having that up and then trying to copy it, it at the gym in public, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I work at my gym, so when I'm doing that, people are looking at me like, aren't you in the, aren't you one of the kid town people? Like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> but I will do it Tuesday. I'm going to my storage unit tonight, Naki. Yay! Yay. Um, I'm going to try and get it, uh, I'm going to try and get it done uh, tonight. If, it, if I can't do it tonight, it'll be tomorrow. So I'll be, I'll go to the gym and I'll do it there because I only I have a six pound medicine ball which isn't going to really work for this situation and I've got two five pound med or two five pound weights which again not going to work in this situation. Um, need it looks like he's using at least fifteen pounders. So yeah, I've got one fifteen pounder dumbbell yeah, and it's not. Punches. Yeah, though I've got one fifteen pound dumbbell only one because I stole it from work. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can do that with my 20s, so that's what I'm going to plan. But yeah, I, I realize my medicine ball isn't here; it's in my storage unit, so I have to go pick it up. Thievery. Well, no, they were we got all we upgraded all of our equipment, which which means I got stuff for free. So sure you did, sure. You which did. which does which Five does cost discount free? Yeah, ten finger. Called appropriation, Chris. Because because some of those weights are some of those weights are heavy, man. So wait, wait appropriation? Like a... are, are, are we going tumbler now? No Tumblr allowed here. I don't There's no Tumblr allowed I don't here. understand Tumblr. I really don't. Tumblr is what happens when MySpace and Blogger, or MySpace and LiveJournal, have a one night, a drunken one night stand, and <laughs> LiveJournal gets knocked up, and they decide to keep the kid, but keep drinking. <laughs> you know? That works. It's I kind of see it. That's all I know. <laughs> like, there's some things on Tumblr that's uh, that doesn't bother me, but then I sign like I very rarely sign into my account now. And the last time I signed in, like, it was all about like skinny shaming, and I'm like, guys, that's the opposite of what we're going to go for here. Like, why are we skinny shaming? This is stupid. Like, it's just supposed to be body acceptance. The only reason <laughs> I have a Tumblr is because I needed to be able to anchor. Um one of my cosplay photos because I got sick and tired of being tagged as one of the chicks from Heroes of Cosplay. Yeah, that would be a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, there's there's a lot of porn on Tumblr if you if you use it right. Oh, so I better start using Tumblr. Yeah, right. I, I, I mean, what? You're, you're saying this like you don't like porn. <laughs> well, no, there are, there are people who don't realize how much porn is on Tumblr. So, just throwing that out there. That is a thing. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of free porn. It's half of Tumblr. <laughs> no wonder Yahoo paid so much money for it. There's yeah. the half of Tumblr that is the the wrong kind of social justice warriors, like people who who are like, no, it's all lives matter, not just black life, but lives matter. And I'm like, wait, you're missing the point. And then there's the and then there's the the social justice warriors who are all about man shaming and skinny shaming. And I'm like, no, missing the point. Way to make me look bad for being a feminist. And then. Then there's porn. And then there's porn. So, I mean... <laughs> and some artwork. 
and some artwork. Some people do artwork, and then there's so there's like a couple of cool posts where they're like talking like Disney theory and stuff like that. And I'm a very I'm I'm a big fan of Disney theory. It's also why I like Five Nights at Freddy's so much because there's a lot of theory of, of Five Nights at Freddy's, which apparently no one has gotten for yet. Which I'm like, oh, I thought I had that figured out. Hey, Naki, but... hold on a second. I think you broke the draftsman. He just responded. Wait, there's porn on the internet in the chat room. <laughs> oh, so we so we have lost draftsman because oh, he yeah. is now downloading all the porn off the internet. Yes, he is on Tumblr searching for all of the porn. I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry, Enrique. He's gonna end up draftsman. looking like um. It's gonna look like a Popeye. No, 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 no. You remember that episode of Family Guy where um Quagmire finally finds out that there's internet porn? Oh God. Yeah, I was thinking the episode of South Park where Randy doesn't have the internet and then finally gets it. It was a ghost, a scary ghost. <laughs> Sorry, I relate to South Park and a lot of stuff. I like South Park so much. It's a thing. Oh, me too. It's okay. Me too. I, I want to replay, like, I just want to replay Stick of Truth because I finished it It's in its completion, and now I want to do it again. The sequel comes out this this year or next year. Uh, I, I, I have the horrible thing that I, I play Stick of Truth, and then I realize that I have friends that put themselves in the game. So I'm sitting there playing <laughs> through it, and I'm like, why do you look familiar? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> You're sitting there, and it's like, I'll see one of the goth kids, and I'm like, I know that kid. Damn it, I can't kill him. Michelle has much cooler friends than us. I, I know, right? <laughs> I, have, I have the, uh, I have a lot of very, very strange and awesome game designer friends that, that I really would like to be working with, and one of these days I'll actually get hired. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Michelle so also gets drunk and makes friends a lot. Yes, that happens a lot. Um, There's nothing wrong with this. I'm just throwing that out there. That's how Michelle makes her friends. I get drunk, and then shit happens, and I find out the next day that stupid shit happened that turned out that I now have friends that... Well, like, so... One of my best friends I met at GDC at a drunk Cards Against Humanity party, to which it was too hot in the room, so she took her shirt off, and I looked at her boobs and went, can I put my face in those? (laughs) That's great. Now see, when I do that, the cops get called. <laughs> when I do it, it's okay, and I, I get to do it to other chicks, so... To be fair, you are a tiny child. Tiny <laughs> I, I, She's I'm tiny a... and young. I mean, it's a little bit different with you, Anthony. You're a big sailor man that I've written <laughs> songs about because you're a big sailor man. And then we've got Michelle, who's this tiny child who nobody would think would actually hurt anybody until she That's... punches somebody in the nuts. <laughs> Which has happened. I know. Um, but I did lose. Four, I did recently lose forty pounds, so that that does help. Um, I was one hundred and sixty pounds, lose, and now I'm back down to one. Where did you lose forty pounds from? You're like this big. You think, but I hadn't. I had an ass that made you look go damn, because <laughs> it was just. But it was like not good. But I, I was one hundred and sixty, and I dropped down to one twenty-five. Nice. Dang. Yeah. So Congrats. They, they finally. Indeed. They. they Yay for finally getting liver metabolism corrected. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it also is means that, that I really don't get I need to get my butt fixed? I thought I did, was doing okay with doing squats. Well, no, squats so, are all you ever need to fix your butt. Yeah, no, I, I actually started reading books while doing squats. So, it, well, you just hold the chair position and read a book. Um, nice. I'm focusing too much on not falling on my ass. <laughs> So I, I'm looking at the clock. We're, we're 40 minutes in, and we still got one last news story to do because we're so on topic today. <laughs> it's Michelle's fault. I blame it's Michelle. Michelle Day. So Michelle, why don't you give us what your news of the week was as we wrap up this segment? 
So my news of the week was the uh, combination rumor slash announcement that um, Visceral will be working directly with Motive. Um, which, in case people don't know, Visceral is Amy Henning's studio, and Motive is Jade Raymond's new studio. Um, and the rumor currently has that the IP that they were handed from EA is 1313 wow. um, to kind of fix what got dropped with LucasArts. Oh my god, um, if that's true, I'm so happy. You just gave um, Chris a nerd boner. Yeah. <laughs> now, Wait, wasn't that the one that was going to take place like on the streets in Coruscant? Uh, open world, yes. Uh, Boba Fett-centered. Uh, possibly. The thing is, though, is we're talking Amy Henning. So whatever we knew before, we now don't know. Right. Because Amy will straight up go, no, this is mine now. We're redoing everything. Uh, because cool that's Amy that. Henning. But in the hands of the, original of the original executive producer of Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, and one of the most talented women in the industry, same with, which is Jade Raymond, and then uh, Amy Henning, who's a legendary games writer, designer, etc., so basically, we're, we're we're looking at an open world Star Wars game with a huge amount of potential, and they're making it basically a requirement for getting hired that you have to show you're a Star Wars fan. Oh my God, that's fantastic! Nice. I'm so, so excited. So you have like six or seven applications, and I'm assuming. I okay. So I sent to Motive because and to uh, to Motive, I had a resume that I made that had I, I did my cover letter. And uh, uh, one of the things, like I was noticing with on their, their their application site for EA, they're like, show that you're a, you you know enough code to be dangerous for the game designer thing. So I had like this whole like paragraph about. Um, so I did work for the Department of Homeland Security for a bit in CDC, and uh, found out that I, I was on a FBI watch list uh, <laughs> from when I was a kid and used to hack. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoops! I've been on there since I was ten. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> So I put that in there, and then, like, so the background of my cover letter and my resume is me dressed as Darth Talon, um, because that's I do a Darth awesome. Talon costume, which I'm fixing and finally getting my fucking lightsaber. Um, that's my big Dragon Con thing, is I'm finally getting the lightsaber that I've waited three years for. Um, and then uh, I have this picture of me from when I was, like, eight-ish, eight, eight -ish, dressed as Princess Leia, grinning from ear to ear with a water gun. Um and I put that in the cover letter, too. So it is the nerdiest, like, most fangirly, like... And then I just tried to make it as goofy as possible because I'm like, there's no fucking way they're taking me, but I'm going to try anyway because I really want to work on this and under them. I hope that one pans so out. It's like, that's if you that's need the a technical best way to designer, apply. Here are my qualifications. Huh? That's the best yeah, way to apply. I'm I hope Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just like, here is all my fangirly crap, and here is why I'm awesome. <laughs> Which is... Yeah, it's hard. Cover letters are hard, and like talking myself is up. It's hard. That there were there were cover letters I was writing, and I was just sitting there going, "I'm a fucking unicorn. I'm a fucking unicorn." Because it turns out being a technical designer that can actually write code, it's rare. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know this. And I get refer. I, I would constantly talk to people, and they go, "Oh, so you're a unicorn?" I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. No, I'm not. So, guys. It's 43 minutes into the show. We finally finished the news of the week. Go team! We did it. So this is the part of this is the part of the show where I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp out something else on the network, and I want to encourage you all to go listen to episode 118 of the Unqualified Gamers podcast. On this episode, Cody explains the intricacies of the Crypto Locker ransomware Trojan and how he's dealing with its effects. And then on a more pleasant note, hear about all the games he played at Bitbash 2015, Chicago's alternative indie games festival. So. One part is good, awesome and if you're in Chicago, you always... Yes, we've been talking to Cody about it on a closed uh, on the closed channel for going to Geek Network podcasters when he ran into this. I guess he paid the ransomware and they only unlocked uh, 75% of his files for him and then asked I, for another I, I promise grand. I won't tell him. 
I, I promise I won't tell him. Yeah, that's all we. It's okay. He doesn't listen to this show. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So ninety nine percent positive. Nobody actually listens to us. Oh. <laughs> nobody's listening. Hi out there, nobody. Nobody's listening. Oh, no, I'm Hi, sad. <laughs> I Hi, don't Katie. care. Do it and this is this is Alexander. He's Alexander the Great or the asshole. It and again, he's Alexander the yeah the furry. Alexander the furry. The furry. <laughs> it, actually, we I refer to him as a fleshy because he does like to watch. What? <laughs> Whatever works for him. So, I yeah. guess my my question is, <laughs> Naki, should we should we get to your game? Do you yeah. Think that? So yeah. I do have a bump that I made that's very rough, but so everyone knows we're working on it. Here's our bump for "Don't Get Me Started." If there's one thing the ATG and crew knows how to do, it's rant. So what happens when we give them a topic and ask them to cut loose? Don't get me started on flat screen TVs. Don't get me started on reboots. Seriously, don't get them started. So eventually, there'll be a different voice. Is that your voice trying to be a different voice? No, I just, I just tried to make it sound stilted as all it was. I honestly, I have no voice acting capability, which is why I begged and pleaded for people to do one for me. I offered! And nobody did it, because everyone hates me. But Naki, I offered! Naki, why don't you explain the game to anyone who hasn't heard about it before and start us off by giving someone a topic. Alright, so the point of the game is to, is basically it's an improv exercise, where we're going to give you, give one of the hosts something random to rant about. And it, like, I, last week I did it to Chris, where I'm like, I'm looking around the room. Flat screen TV. Chris, rant about it. I fucking nailed it, too. And he did. He fucking nailed that shit. <laughs> but then, um, so so then, basically, you get, like, one to two minutes to rant about this random-ass object. And uh, I'm actually going to give it to Michelle for the first one. And, Michelle, your rant should be on coffee mugs. Actually, I do actually have a rant about coffee mugs. So, <laughs> you started off with don't get me started and then go from there. Okay, don't get me started about coffee mugs. So, when you get a coffee mug, they come in different sizes. And, holy crap, I was actually slightly prepared for this. So, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn. damn. Of course I am. I, I don't fucking write code, are you kidding me? So, they come in this size, this size, and then you get those little tiny shits. That it's like, it's bigger than an espresso mug, but it's only like... Six, eight ounces, which, who the fuck only drinks six, eight ounces of coffee at any given time? No, it is 16 ounces or larger. There is no need for a coffee mug that size, because it just takes up space, and you're always having to get up and get more than. Because, I'm sorry, 20 ounces or larger tends to be about average, or at least for me. It's the same at, like, when, when you go to Starbucks and they leave, size. yeah, see, see, see? No one actually drinks out of those little eight-ounce fucks, because guess what? It is too big for an espresso shot, and it is too small for normal coffee drinkers. And it drives me nuts, because you'll go to places at, like, restaurants and stuff, and they'll only be, like, the 8-ounce, you're like, what the hell? Give me give me the big one. Or, like, the the, the bowl-size ones that are at uh, the, uh, okay, or what is it? You're, oh, God, the... Kitty. Kitty. Give, give me the one I can just dip my face into. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, okay, so there were, there's a place in Chicago where they have one that's the size of a bowl. Oh. And, uh, Isn't that Ann yeah. Sanders? No, uh... It's like the okay. It's where I used to live, by where I used to live, the AOK Cafe. Oh yeah, AOK Cafe. That's the name of it. Yes, and it, they have the, the the um the the one that's like four cups of coffee and like two shots of espresso in it. Um, and it's like a bowl. Like I want that at every coffee shop because that is how a proper size coffee mug should be. Just just huge and filled with caffeine, or or at this point just a coffee mug that intravenously puts caffeine into your system. Mmm, caffeine. That mm. sounds tasty. 
Well played. Well played. I think you win. <laughs> okay, Michelle, you get to pick somebody, and you get to and what their random ass thing that you can must get them started on. You know what? I am going to go with Anthony and go with porn. <laughs> the newly single guy gets the porn ramp. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Uh, oh, don't get me started on porn. There is so much porn on the internet. <laughs> There's so many different sites, too many different places. They all want you to have a profile. There's so many different actresses. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I've been separated since September, and I'm just tired. But you know what? The goddamn forearms are getting stronger. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh my god, this That's is all fantastic! Like That's all I got. <laughs> if I had like some kind of victory music uh, on my soundboard, I would play it for you right now because that was victory, and I just don't have one. Nice. I, I really don't. <laughs> All right, and I have some artworks in here, so this I thought this was appropriate. Here you go, Chris. Odd-shaped prints. Don't get me started on odd-shaped prints. How the fuck am I supposed to frame this and hang it on a wall? If I like your artwork, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to want to hang it up. You haven't seen my house, which is full of art. Anthony has. He's going to steal it all. But if you give me something that's like three by seven inches, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Build my own custom frame? I like artwork, but not that much that I'm going to spend 100 bucks on a custom frame I have to put together. And I don't have any skills capable of allowing me to construct my own frame. So you know what's going to happen? I'm probably just going to stick it up with thumbtacks in the corners, holding it in place, and hope and pray that it doesn't fall down. So seriously, don't get me started on odd-shaped prints. They really annoy me. Sorry, that wasn't as Chris. good as flat-screens TVs. <laughs> Chris gets annoyed by odd-shaped prints. <laughs> Only because I had to. I, I have I two. They are annoying. Yeah, I, I love I, this yeah. one, but yeah, it's like 8 by fucking 20. Yeah, what are you supposed to do with that? 20. I mean, you can buy a frame that's larger than that and try and put it in there and mat around it, but... Yeah, it's this annoying, one, though. It's slightly too big, and I don't have a frame or a container for it mm -hmm. at yes, the moment. So right now, it's stuck so on top annoying. of it. Huh? <laughs> those things are so annoying when they do that. Yeah, it's, it actually is like a, a, annoying, because then you have to go like make something, and I just don't have time. Who has time? Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, yeah. so it's my turn now, right? Yes. This one goes to Naki. Yeah. Naki, yes. your topic is pants. Oh, God. Don't. <laughs> oh, my God. This is actually like. This is my oh, dream. Pants. <laughs> I figured you'd like this perfect. one. I'm here to help. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Don't get me started on pants because let me tell you, pants are bullshit. I had to go shopping the other day, okay? I had to go shopping because I, I work in a business office now and I can't just wear yoga pants every day. So I went shopping for pants. And I don't know how it is for men, but for women, they have sizes, you know, in 0, 1, 0, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, whatever. And depending on the size of the moon and what time of the month it is and if I ate in the last three weeks or if, you know, if, if I felt like getting in, in and out of my car, if I weight lifted today, if I didn't weight lift today, I'm ranged between a size of 4 and a 12. Okay? Do you know how many different pairs of pants I have to take with me into a fucking dressing room? And you're only allowed, like, five things at a time, so that's basically it. As I'm carrying five pairs of pants into a dressing room, and none of them fucking fit. Then people wonder why I go walking around pantsless and wearing skirts or dresses all the time. Because I can't fucking find any pants that fit. Because And then, then once I do find that one pair of pants that fit, there's no fucking pockets. What what am I supposed to do with these things? <laughs> am I supposed to? I'm, I'm apparently, see this phone. 
this is where it is all the fucking time. Okay, now you got a poop shot because I don't know where else to poop shot. <laughs> it is okay. always in my bra. <laughs> Legitimately, that is a problem because fuck pants. Like people, like I wear leggings nearly twenty four seven. Like I have a ton of nerd leggings. Plugging wild bangerang, so Adam J. will give me leggings, uh, and, and like I will always wear nerd leggings because they don't. I'm tall, and I'm tiny, like waist size. I'm only like, I guess I'm down to like 28 ish, um, probably less at this point. It, it's weird, but they because I'm that small, they don't make them tall enough for me, so they always fall down. So if I get a size two to where the length is right, um, like a too long, the waist is usually two to three inches too big on me. So I have to either go tall and put a belt, or just say fuck it and wear leggings. <laughs> That's I. I literally wear leggings or yoga pants or sweatpants. That's it. Otherwise, I'm in a skirt or in a dress because I can't find anything that fits. Wait, and Naki, just so <laughs> you know, with, with those sizes between four and twelve, where it's also the manufacturers don't agree on what a size four means through all the different female manufacturers. For guys, it's literally. The pants will be 36, 32. That means it's a 36-inch waist, 32-inch inseam. It's the well, actual the thing, fucking um, measurements of the garment is what we look at. Here's the thing is the reason why um, measurements on women's clothing are done like that is because um, literally it's because it's women. some women are uncomfortable looking at their own measurements, so they started disguising them as like 0, 1, 2, 3, 4 to make people feel better because 12 sounds better than uh, – I'd have to go look up what the measurements on there. 42. But they're actually – huh? 42. Oh, there See, it's it's just like oh, it sounds it sounds better when it's like whatever. Um, they naturally have bigger hips. Yeah, the thing is, there's actually a standardized system of measurement for uh, women's clothing, which goes one for each each individual size, starting from size four, because that's what they use for pattern making. Which I totally know that's from working in a costume shop. <laughs> um, and uh, because they don't stick to them, because they want to, if they can, they they tend to make them larger. Because it's slightly more attractive to um, larger size women to have a smaller size be larger. So you have all these companies that are slowly scaling them up. So, like, I cannot find pants at Target. I cannot buy jeans at Target. Because a size zero is a size two in every other store for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fuck Price pants. Fuck, fuck pants. Fuck pants. Fuck pants. Sunday, go pants. That's more than I, I need I'm, to see. And suddenly we get a tea bag. <laughs> That's all me. I'm in. I am. A, I, I, I'm wearing yeah. polar bear sweatpants. <laughs> I'm in. Attack, I'm in Attack on Titan ah, as I fall off of my little chair. I'm in Attack on Titan pants today. Ooh. Nice. They are men's sweatpants. I'm in shorts because why not? Yep. No pants Sunday equals shorts or a kilt. I'm in a public area, so I can't exactly walk around with no pants. Sucks, dude. I, I, the cat tends to try to jump in my lap, and he still has hind claws. Ooh. Scratchy. No good. <laughs> scratchy, scratchy. So, so we're currently start... he's attempting it. It's time for us to start wrapping up the show. What we do is in our traditional way, we share with you all our listeners what it is we've been getting into, what we're planning on getting into. It's basically our chance to share our nerdy stuff with you guys and try and convert you to our cause. Um, I'll go first, just because I arbitrarily decided that. Um, I had Friday off unexpectedly because some other stuff I had to do. So I got caught up on a lot of TV. I finished the first season of Silicon Valley on HBO. Yay, I love that show. Hilarious. I'm two episodes in on season two right now, and I still laugh my ass off. It's Mike Judge. What's not the, what's not the like? I have one episode left in Humans, which was airing on AMC. I really enjoyed it. 
and it got renewed for season two, which surprised me because the ratings are absolute crap here in the States, but I guess it did really well in England, so they got season two, and that was awesome. Let's see, um, I found I heard out about Paul Shear's new comedy show, or comedy movie, I guess. It's called The Crash Test Show, where he and another guy whose name escapes me all of a sudden are basically on a tour bus doing comedy across Hollywood, and they stop at different sites and different comedians are there. So like Aziz Ansari's there, Rob Corddry, things like that. It's only like $3.99 on Vimeo, so I'm probably going to end up buying that today so I can watch it because it looked hilarious when I saw the clips. And then um, final thing is last weekend I was at the West Virginia Pop Culture Convention and I spent some money on smart work because why the hell not? If you're listening to the audio podcast, you can't see it right now, but if you're on the video cast, between the girlfriend and I, we picked up some new stuff. I only ended up buying three things, so I felt good about myself. One of them was that badass Doctor Doom original piece just to make Ryan jealous. That's my total, total plan. Uh, we miss Ryan. He just I'm, doesn't love us anymore. He doesn't Wait, love us anymore. Did disappear? He's got he real things like work to do. Yeah, oh, he works yeah. on Sundays now. Ah. Uh, Jerk. So, so that's what I've been getting into. I've gotten caught up on a lot of TV, and I'm also getting my backup situation figured out on my computer. But nobody cares about that, so I won't share any information on that. Because basically, because I'm gonna come and steal it anyways. So you don't even know where I live, Naki. Yes, I do. Oh shit! <laughs> Time to move. I have your address. She watches you while you sleep. Well, that's gotta be pretty boring then. I was gonna say, there's not much going on during the sleeping time. Now, prior to sleeping time. That's Ew. when I make my big money. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, Naki. Nobody wants to see that. Seriously. <laughs> but what have you been up to, Naki? Um, besides making money off of your porn life, um, let's see, I started my new job, so hopefully I'm a little bit more financially stable where I will be making my appearances back at conventions, uh, working in security and that sort of thing. Um on top of that, uh, boyfriend and I went and saw American Ultra, which was actually, like, we went in with zero expectation because we're like, eh, Jesse Eisenberg, Kristen Stewart, how good could this be? Um, it actually was pretty amusing for something that we went in with zero expectation. Um, we, we enjoyed ourselves, you know, for a little late night flick. And then uh, we, uh, uh, basically, I've been working on launching Absurd Varieties this week and getting this stuff edited and ready to go because I... I want to be able to just edit or just put up on Wednesdays and Sundays. So, like, there should be one. There actually will be two today since one is, like, a vlog and that doesn't really count. Uh, but you will get to see play night two of Five Nights at Freddy's probably on Wednesday, um, if not next Sunday. So Promises, uh, promises. It'll happen because uh, I was actually shaking by the end of filming. And then I had to play another game called Fingered. Uh, which oh, yay! <laughs> I love Edmund McMillan. And uh, there is a video on that one, too, so you'll see that one come up after five nights. Um, and then other than that, I have been slacking on my Tales of the Borderlands playing, so I need to catch up because I'm still in episode three. And um, basically that's it. I've been a little... I've had to switch my workouts to nights, so it's kind of like on top of working during the day and now and then working out at night my schedule's been kind of wonky so I'm working on adjusting my schedule to a point where I can still get up and maybe I can switch it so that I could actually get up in the morning early enough that I could work out in the morning because working out at night I'm just not energized anymore at that point so 
That's it. That's all I got. I'm still doing the lean out program. I did get rid of squat every day because I just didn't have enough time. It would take it was taking me almost three hours at the gym to complete both programs. So I am just at lean out, and I will go back to squat every day after I finish the lean out program. So that's it. Sounds good. So Michelle, what have you been getting into? What are you planning on getting into? We know you've had some gaming time from the sound of it. Lots and lots of gaming time. Uh, see, of course, got back into World of Warcraft because I'm scrub like that. Um, <laughs> Clean for five fucking years. I had physically smashed the authenticator so I wouldn't log back in. Uh, oh man, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. it was literally that bad. Um, yeah. I had eight thousand. We we calculated out. I have over eight thousand hours logged in World of Warcraft. Um, God damn. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you get but, to work um, up to what level one ten, right? Isn't that what the new expansion is doing? I have no idea. I quit. Uh, <laughs> I saw I the quit. commercial. I quit at the end, right before Cataclysm, because I beat the Lich King, and I was like, eh, done here. Um, That's when I finished World of Warcraft. That's when I was taken off of all of my machines, and I'm like, Lich King is done, done, done. I'm not coming back. Yeah, and then I got stuck back in to do Uh certain people who who are not getting mentioned. Uh, (laughs) Sucker. Um, But, uh, so I did, um, but I've also been playing a lot of, well, I've been playing a lot of Smite. Uh, Got back in the league for a bit. Um... But I also got back into doing tabletop, which weirdly enough, there's this uh, kind of sort of fan-made, but I guess some of the and some of the writers worked on it too. Um, White Wolf style uh, RPG called Princess the Hopeful, um, which is if you like the world of darkness, magical girls in the world of darkness. Huh. Really? Yes, cool. and it's amazing. It's a free-to-download RPG, uh, pen and paper RPG, um, and it's really good. It's like a Sailor Moon meets Puyo Madoka. And then uses the God Machine uh, rule set. Um, so really, really good. Um, I've also next okay, week is Dragon Con. I will be with Scarlet's corsets upstairs in the second floor. Um, if you were at San Diego Comic Con and got your souvenir book uh, right before the uh, Eisner winners, there's a big one-page ad that is my face. Fun fact: I am laughing at a dick joke in that picture. Uh, <laughs> As so, it yeah, should yes. be. As it should be. My, uh, my big one-page introduction to the modeling world. I am laughing at a dick joke. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so come find me at Dragon Con. I know for a fact I will be at the Night Attack panel because I oh, have. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love Night Attack. I, I want I am doing a booze drop off for one of their friends that can't make it to Justin's wedding. So I, I am going and apologizing and bringing them uh moonshine so more than likely brian and well because you know what justin's gonna do right yes drug the whole thing and yes. it's all, it's how it's one of those mason jars yes i can't wait yeah. to yeah <laughs> i kind of wish i was going now um, um but uh if i end up randomly on the stream or something like that i will be dressed as uh, rule 63 Dreamfinder based off no flutters artwork um and might have no flutter with me because she's coming with her husband and her husband's best friend and we're doing a giant uh figment in the Dreamfinder group Cool. Nice. So, come find me, and then I'll also be at Steamphosium in Seattle at the end of the month. Uh, I'll be No Flutter's booth bitch, so come by Prince and stuff like that from her, and I'll be the one working her booth. Cool. Yay. You got a lot coming up. Yeah, September. Well, and then I leave from Dragon Con to drive to Austin to take a two-week vacation, so yeah, it's going to be a fun month. Yeah, we probably should let you go last, because I'm not sure Anthony's is going to sound anywhere near as fun in comparison. <laughs> Uh, Anthony's picking his nose yeah, at the moment. I, I totally sure just wanna... fucked you over with this one, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony's nose is running and it won't stop. And I don't know why. It's because all that porn. The Must food, be. you got to get out somewhere. Well, then Must he can be. get out of tissues. 
<laughs> I'm not completely out of tissues yet. Yet. So, um, Anthony has a new stack of comics that he still needs to read because I came home late Friday, and by the time I finished my workout, it was a little after 9. So I haven't had a chance to read any of my comics yet, and then all day yesterday was the Boise Library Con. Um, I did get a package showed up with more of my stuff to prep my Captain America shield, which is uh, cool. So I haven't started actually tearing the, the sled apart yet, but that'll start soon. I still have to order the uh, the spray paint, but then once that's in, I will have all my items to actually turn the sled into the shield. So I'll start working on that. And then starting next week, the, the workout goes up to six days a week. So I'm just fucking tired. <laughs> this Captain America workout's kicking my butt. I keep adding more and more stuff to it. I'd added a, a finisher to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. I've now added a second finisher behind that. So each night is usually about an hour to 20, hour to 40 minutes of working out. But it's having the desired effect. So, you know, hopefully by the end of October, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to put that suit on and not feel like a big fat bastard anymore. And then also part of my Amazon order, um, I got a couple new trades. Uh, I still have not had a chance to read Rat Queens yet, so I got the first volume Yay, of that. Yay, Rat Queens is amazing. I got Day Men Volume 1, which I got the first, I think, three issues for free in one of the Humble Bundles. And so I haven't actually read the end of the story, so I was looking forward to that one. And then um, I gave away my Volume 1 of Saga again to somebody, so I had to replace it because I always need to have this on hand <laughs> in case I need to give somebody a comic book to get them addicted. So It's only six six bucks anyways. Yeah, it, like it's one of the issues you just always have. And then um, my background noise last night and this morning... Uh, one Ruthless Crime Lord, 20 Elite Cops, 30 Floors of Hell. Part of my Amazon order was I finally got my Blu-ray for The Raid and The Raid 2, the Yay. best fucking martial arts films in 10 years. These movies I, are goddamn amazing. I love them also because I don't. it's very rare that I don't have to use subtitles, and I don't have to use subtitles with those movies because I actually know what they're saying. It's wonderful. Yay. I love it too. Well, and also I hate reading subtitles only because I read really slow. And so movies like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, as they're talking all through the fight sequences, I would miss what was happening in the fights because I'm reading the bottom of the screen. And these motherfuckers don't talk when they're kicking the shit out of each other. They're just kicking the shit out of each other. Storyline happens, and then fight starts. And they're done talking. There ain't no bullshit. I love it. As it and then, should yeah, be. Library Comic Con was yesterday. Uh, Joelle Jones came back into town. For people that don't know, she's the artist over at Oni on uh, Lady Killers in Helheim. Um, she grew up here in Boise and actually dated one of my friends in high school. So every year she comes through and I try to get a sketch from her. And I needed to uh, update my new Warriors Con sketchbook. So I actually made my new checklist and realized that there are 42 comic book characters that have been members of the new Warriors. And now I have my list to figure out which ones I have sketches of and which ones I don't. Nice. So yesterday, got to the con early, met up with Joelle. And she did this of uh, Water Snake oh, wow. from the new Volume oh, nice. Five New Warriors because cool. she's fucking amazing. So I got that done, and then uh, basically took a nice chunk out of my paycheck with me, and I finally got my hands on a page of Joelle Jones' actual artwork, and I now own a page of Helheim. Oh, that's nice. great! So that was awesome. And then uh, Steve Lieber was there. I already own one of his pages, so I didn't have enough money to buy another one. But I did finally get one of his fun prints. Um, this is the page I got from him in Salt Lake City, which is from uh, the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. And so this time I got the print where the Superior Foes are all wearing the items of the Sinister Six. That's great. So you got Boomerang wearing Craven's jacket, bunch of crazy stuff. So yeah, it was awesome seeing those two there. And yeah, the, the Boise Library Con is just spectacular. Our library puts it on. It's free every year. They bring in artists. They do costume contests. It was just a seriously fun day. It was a really good Saturday, but yeah, 
tons of walking around and went downtown and had lunch and saw the artist, picked up my sketches, and by the time I got home, I had the Raid Redemption to watch and then went to bed early because I was just motherfucking tired. It was a long Saturday. No doubt. If you if you have not watched the Raid and you like martial arts movies, I'm not just biased because I speak the language, but it is a fantastic movie. It is just really well done. And there's so much fighting. Yeah. I grew up in the 80s. I grew up on Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris films. There's very few Chopsaki flicks I haven't seen. The Raid and The Raid 2 are the best martial arts movies basically since Bruce Lee died. Okay, I would put wow. them up against anything that Jackie Chan or Jet Li has ever been a part of. Those guys are fantastic. But uh, what's his name? Ua Equace, the main character who plays uh, Rama in uh, The Raid and The Raid Redemption, watching him fight on film is fucking spectacular. And the fact that apparently a chunk of these guys have been cast in some of the new Star Wars films yes. to be uh, either yep. stunt doubles or Sith or whatever the fuck they're doing... I don't care what what they're playing. It will be awesome because these guys make fights on films look fucking spectacular. Represent. I can't wait to see That's some Malaysian of that. people. So we probably should start wrapping up the show because we have run late and that is what it is. But before we do that, we actually have some listener feedback to go over this week, which I shared what? with these guys earlier in the week. Back. Oh yeah, remember the iTunes oh, review we got? Oh, this was amazing. <laughs> this is this was fantastic. Amazing. So. So we got an iTunes review, and I don't even care if it's two stars, whatever. But we got an iTunes review last week. It's called The Myth of the Female Orgasm with a question mark. It says, why on earth would you title a podcast about something you don't talk about as beyond me? Or I don't know, maybe you did halfway into the hour. So if you guys don't remember, we titled an episode that. But but here's the kicker. That's episode 80 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Where two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. Oh my God. We're, we're also, bear in mind that our episode titles are generally because of some stupid line that we threw out during an episode that makes me laugh, and that's how it gets titled that way. So while I find the inter- while I find it entertaining that we get the two star, I'm kind of wondering why you would review a podcast after listening to an episode two years old, and how the hell did you find this episode? What were you searching for to find this episode of the podcast? We were searching to for the it? myth of the female orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should be able. Can you get Google Analytics for iTunes? I think you can. I'll have to check our analytics stuff, but I'm yeah, very see, curious. See the, yeah, I was gonna say, see if you can find the click through for it. Yeah, that that one intrigues me a lot to figure out exactly why you went to an episode that is almost a hundred episodes old and decided to review our podcast. Don't get me wrong; I'm glad you gave us the review. It's two stars, whatever. It makes me laugh, but, but seriously, two but yeah, years ago, Body <laughs> Bear put, or I don't know, maybe you did halfway into the hour, so you didn't even listen to the full episode. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't review something well, like, you I, had a friend once, <laughs> I had a friend once who did a serious literary journal for herself and uh, ended up getting a job because some dude was searching for gay porn who happened to be a editor at a major publishing firm. Well, and somehow her, her, her website came up while Oops. he was searching for stuff to tap to. <laughs> nice. Well, that's kind of fun. So that was the iTunes review that I saw had popped up this week, and it made me laugh my ass off, so I felt that I had to share it with everyone. And honestly... I don't even care that it's two stars. It's too funny. It is funny. I like it. <laughs> it's. I, I'm just kind of like, you apparently didn't look at the, the title of our podcast, which is All Things Good and Nerdy. Why would we talk about the myth of the female orgasm for real on this podcast? <laughs> like, if we, if, we were, if we were on... Because Wednesday, mythology is something that's good and nerdy. Well, I mean, I was I was a I was a guest host on on Wholesome Addiction a couple times, and so like if it was on that podcast, I feel like it would make sense because that's a porn podcast. But 
This is. I wonder if you were on WA about the same time this episode came out or something. There's that might be a thing. Um, I'd, I'd have to look. Um, has it been two years since I've been on WA? Probably. Yeah, that's a good chance of it. <laughs> I mean, um, it's it, if it's something that crossed over, cool. I mean, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, it's been a long time since I've been on Wholesome Addiction, I guess. So. Yeah, I, I haven't actually guest hosted on a podcast uh, other than making my appearance on the Gunna Geek. Uh, Gunna Geek 100. Yeah, for 100. Other than that, I haven't been on many podcasts just because my, my schedule doesn't allow it anymore. I work I, until I, late. The Wadcast shut down, so I wasn't doing that. Though Peter's bringing it back, so the Wadcast might be coming back, but I have no fucking clue what we're going to talk about. Stuff and things. Stuff and White Wolf stuff and yell things at Chris. <laughs> Other British Chris. I was gonna say I didn't figure it was me, but no, there's no, a lot we, of people Chris. We have Dr. Aether, who's a he. He actually is a, has a PhD now, but he's a writer for FAFSA uh, on Earthon, and uh, it, it's literally just like ha- all game designers and like two other randos, and, and then we talk about World of Darkness stuff, and then Peter awkwardly declares his love for Tom Dowd, which then I have to go. Oh God, he's still he's my teacher and still. Fa- watches my stuff on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's never awkward at all. What are you talking Never at all. So nope. we are wrapping up the show. I'm pretty sure that Willie's probably playing Quiplash after the show today. So if you want to go play, go to twitch.tv slash South Porky and he'll be playing that. It's generally at about 1230 my time. And since we've run over, it's probably going to be later than that because it's almost 1230 here. I just realized. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, We're slowing down his show. I win again! (laughs) (laughs) So, some final things. If you want to find the show, you can find our entire back catalog and all of our citations for where we get our music from over at atgnpodcast.com. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at atgnpodcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodandnerdy. If you want to leave us some feedback and make sure and make it a little longer than you can do in other social media aspects, send us an email to atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com. And finally, if you just want to talk to us and you can't make the podcast, you can call us on the ATGN hotline. The number for that is 304-806-ATGN. Don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And I'm not going to do all the other time zones because I screwed up. But you can find us at live.atgnpodcast.com, gunnageek.com, slash live, and channel 3 of Alpha Geek Radio. Basically, we are trying to be everywhere so you can consume our podcast and make us feel important. You can also download us off of iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podtoons, Podbay. <laughs> I think there's there's like four more too on top there's of it. There's all sorts of things we're on. <laughs> and join the <laughs> chat room where the draftsman is now talking about the female orgasm. How does he know? He's not female. <laughs> he just, I think he might have Googled because he said before that now to Google black magic. So, yes. If, no, he, if... <laughs> he, he's mad at me because I didn't come to Chicago this year. Oh, okay. for was to you too because... I just, I, I, it was just not in the budget and time, and I was just, yeah, no, it was not there. I, I had San Diego Comic Con, and that like ate everything. Y'all have to understand, most of my friends come from working at C2E2 with these people. So what I'm gonna say then, Bonnie Bear, if for some reason you are listening to our podcast today and you need to learn about the myth of the female orgasm, you can talk to our friend the draftsman. Go to twitter.com/draftdesigner, and he can fill you in all about the myth of the female orgasm, since we did an improper job of doing so on episode 80 of the goddamn podcast. So the you name know, of this two episode years ago. is the myth of the female orgasm part two. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just for Bonnie Bear. I'm writing it down right now. Oh, we like trolling our trolls. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily trolling, but 
And Willie's also saying, she was probably serious. That's just clickbait. Remember, Willie's also saying during. So if you look at the chat right now, Willie's doing his uh, his game afterwards, his quiplash, and he said, okay, during my stream, I will talk about the female orgasm. So, Bonnie there Bear, you, you can also go to twitch.tv slash southporky here in the next ten minutes or so, and Willie will tell you all about the myth of the female orgasm. I will probably be hopping in for quiplash for a little bit, and then before I go and uh, check out the, the link below over at absurdvarieties.com, and you'll see what other things will be going. So before we close out, did anyone have any other things they wanted to pimp at the last second before we close the show? Pacifist.net. Go download your free beta copy of the game and play it. Robot penis. <laughs> Michelle, you got anything? <laughs> She's got I the robot I... penis giggles. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, um, oh, might as well pimp my friend's game since he's working on it. Uh, Onyx Path is coming out with a new kind of kid-friendly slash intro-friendly game. My friend Eddie is heading it up called Pugmire. If you ever wanted to play a do- as a dog in the apocalypse, the uh, that the the brochure's up on drivethroughrpg.com right now. Awesome. Uh, so I guess if I gotta pimp something real quick, it is the last day to back the contender on Kickstarter. That's uh, Justin Robert Young's new game that's based off. It's I don't know. We talked about it on the show a couple weeks back. Sounds like a lot of fun. I backed it last night. So if you were interested in trying it out, go to uh, thecontender.us and you can find more information about the Kickstarter project there. That's all I got. So. I think we're getting out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Absurdvarieties.com. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. You can find ATGN in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com network where you can find All Things Good and Nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek Network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join Anthony, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.